0: welcome to the 22nd episode of in markets with kr another bad day for nifty down 135.85 points closing at 107048 for the weekly expiry and honestly this was despite the global markets doing pretty positive except uh, the asian markets which closed negative Uh, FTSE was positive nasdaq was positive and yet nifty was not positive now if we look at the 10 minute chart we can see that there was 8 ma resistance throughout Uh, except for two or three occasions it did not it it did not even close above 8 ma and that's something that we saw day before yesterday also when the index fell almost 200 points Um, Interestingly, uh, generally we've seen that after uh, a a very sharp fall and a a very range-bound day after, uh, we see a positive move, or at least a semi-positive move anyway, but this was not the case today, clearly, 135 points down is not a joke, so we did not see that happen. Uh, If we look at the chart patterns for a second though, we can see that there are there were a lot of reversal attempts throughout the day we saw some dojis, some spinning tops and and honestly just a lot more especially at the support levels uh one of the most important support levels would one would normally think that hey it would probably be the s1 s2 levels at you know ten thousand um eight hundred or ten thousand seven sixty for s2 or maybe even 10,721 which was S3 now you'd be wrong because quite possibly one of the most important supports that I could see for uh, nifty today nifty spot again not not the future nifty spot was around 10,746 and this is where the hundred percent fib level rise lies if you can retrace it from 4th september to 16 september so if you retrace that you can see that this one lies right around 100 percent and it did consolidate for a bit over there but it's just below s2 so it could not breach s2 at all and of course we had 20 ma just above s2 so those things were just too strong to overcome as a result it fell down 10 7 20 uh, another sort of pretty a uh, reasonably strong support. Unfortunately, 8MA resistance, unable to overcome it, and it it fell back down. Uh, it, it did manage to close above 10,700, but you should, if you would have observed how the price has moved, you would have seen that it was almost a constant struggle. That, hey, will it close below 10,700? Will it close above 10,700? And honestly. A close above 10,700 does say one thing about um, nifty and that is that hey you know people aren't really uh, as negative as they were before because it's it's still sort of maintaining the 10700 levels it does not want to go further down into the 10600 levels and I believe that's a positive thing it shows that the general sort of air of uh, negativity that we saw is not as strong as we thought it was otherwise it could there, there was really nothing stopping it from uh, you know falling to the 10600 levels in fact 10600 is where a longer term 100% fib lies so if it wanted to retrace fully uh, even on the daily chart that's where the bigger um, the bigger retracement is it should have gone down to at least 10 600 or something 10 600 10, 650 but it did not and quite honestly that's that's a good sign uh in my books at least for me uh, and that shows that in general generally speaking the market is not exactly that that negative um, as one may think and there could have been a lot more reasons for this fall Um, if we see that there are a lot of uh, decliners today in nifty not a lot of advances so that's that that could definitely be another factor and in general if you would have seen the option prices moving today you would have seen just how volatile it was especially towards the end of the day when the call was just fluctuating a lot and if you talk in percentage terms it was moving 20-30 percent Per trade, almost, or rather, ten to twenty percent per trade, and that—that's honestly crazy. And while the prices were low, you know, it wasn't uh, justified, in my opinion, for it to just move and swing that much. But then, when you look at the constant struggle of whether it whether it wants to close above ten seven hundred or whether it wants to close below ten seven hundred, it sort of uh, completes the picture that. You know would the 10700 call uh, expire worthless or will it would it have some intrinsic value at least? So that is what uh, you could have looked at on the 10 minute chart and on the options. If you are not sure about how options work, do not bother yourself with all of this. it's it's honestly uh, better to just leave it aside for now hopefully you know you will learn more as time progresses but if you don't really know more about options do not try to get yourself into it especially in a market like this coming to the daily chart of nifty we see uh, that very clearly that there is an m pattern here and if i can just remove some of these retracements that i have which are pretty Overpowering, uh, overpowering and jumbling every single thing in my display so if you look that there, there's a there's an N pattern being formed here and the last time that this happened there was a massive change in polarity and the markets rallied so <clears throat> that might just be the case again if you look at the smaller term fib we see that it's almost fully retraced um it's it's just sort of almost kissed the hundred percent level and then it went back up so it might just be a touch and go of sorts or it might you know not be in a quote-unquote mood to retrace fully if it does wants to if it does if it is not fully retracing then it might just take support at this level and then jump up if not uh, it might go down for a bit quite possibly till 10, 10, 550 or 10.630 or so and then uh, you know go upwards uh, so that that's what the daily charts tell us right now on the face of it and you know it, it it depends a lot from what we've seen on a lot of other factors also because technically speaking there have been a few uh, there have been a few instances where it should have already bounce back up but it hasn't and that's mainly because of just how negative the perception was but since the close was about 10,700 and not uh, at 10,600 levels it does speak you know somewhat uh, positively of the market sentiment as a whole so that is definitely one thing that I'd keep in mind when you know uh, talking about whether We will see a reversal soon or not quite possibly we may see a touch-and-go but overall considering this and considering that despite the Sort of selling pressure that we saw there were several attempts made throughout the day to uh, You know make a reversal so that alone shows that there was a lot more going on in the markets than what one may think and Towards the end of this podcast, when you talk, when we talk about the day's uh, losers and gainers and the big moves, we might just get a sort of a sneak peek hint into why the market did move like this. Uh, again, it, it there, there were probably bigger forces at play. Coming to the bigger uh, supports, though, they are still a few points down and we may see it retrace back down and then ba- jump back up. But it may well be likely that we can just see it jump up from this level. And there is another thing that uh, you know points us in that direction. If you can draw a trend line from February 2016 to now, you'll see, and I'll try to sort of uh, you know explain as best as I can, it, it goes up naturally. And there are a few points such as December 2016, uh, November 2018 where it touches the trend line, almost touches the trend line. And we've seen that every single time that it's almost almost touched the trend line, we've seen the market increase by quite a bit actually. So if that does happen, and right now it's at the trend line, or rather it's it's just below the trend line. so. If that is something that we do see, then we should be seeing a positive move pretty much immediately after, if the trend line is going to be followed and quite honestly for me, I feel that considering every single piece of information that we have, uh, we should be seeing some pretty decent positive moves in the coming week. Purely because if it does not, uh, you know, do particularly well tomorrow, if it goes down it might just retrace fully or it might just touch and go uh, the 100% Fib level. And after that, you know, despite despite some resistances, it's pretty much uh, a, a smooth ride up. You know, we may see higher highs, higher lows for some time. And then with resistances at around 11,150 and the most immediate resistance actually being at around 10,000... 790 or so after that it's it's going to be a relatively smoother ride um so that that's my view when i look at the daily chart that's what i see and the trendline thing also if you draw it on the weekly chart you will see something very similar and naturally you'll see something very similar and it's a lot more smoother on the weekly chart if you look at it and on the weekly chart uh, it's it's honestly you can see that it did make a very strong attempt to bounce back up from the trend line. We see that it kissed the trend line on 23rd August. It went back up on 30th August. These are the week ending dates. It again kissed the trend line on 6th September. It went back up on 13th September and now it's just below the trend line and uh, it's it's at the previous lows that we've seen. So there is a very good chance, considering that one day is still left for the for the week to end, we may see it go back up a bit and then quite possibly jump back up uh, the coming week, uh, you know, purely looking at this trend line. And we see that on the weekly chart also. We see one kiss, two kiss, three. We, we see four or five kisses and then it's just jumped back up. Uh, from there, so this is definitely an interesting thing that I observed, and it's 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 honestly when you look at all of this, you can also see that there are support zones, especially on the weekly chart. Uh, you can see that at 10,724 or so, there's a pretty strong support, and considering all of this information, I am personally of the opinion that we may see a recovery soon. We may see a reversal soon. And again, these are purely uh, my thoughts and I'm just testing my thoughts and points here at this time. I've actually gone long on a few positions such as Reliance, HUL and these are purely based on all of these readings that I just uh, you know discussed here. So that's my opinion and that's my view on it. Coming to the top gainers and losers for the day, which might hopefully explain why the market moved the w- the way it did. The top gainer today, uh, quite possibly one of my favorite companies, not just in the markets but also in general, Tata Motors, purely because I'm a huge car guy. So Tata Motors, up around 2% or so. And, well, it's it's already at a support zone. So, uh, you know, that's something that I've been almost harping on about for the past week, that it's at a support zone, it's at a support zone, go buy it, nice, nice stock, nice stock and it did fall a bit after that but then it's still at the support zone i still maintain my view i still stand by it and two percent up intraday it's honestly not uh the target that i have in mind i have much bigger targets for tata motors but it's definitely a good uh sign uh, the, the the actual move might have been uh, motivated by a few news-based factors too i feel you know except for uh the support zone being there uh, one big news factor that I actually missed out on a few episodes back, I had actually mentioned it in my notes, but I forgot to share it with you guys, is that Tata has partnered up with uh, this company called What3Worlds, and it's essentially for satellite navigation and such, <coughs> sorry for that, and they, they, they've also sort of developed some Ziptron EV technology, or they're going to bring it here, And of course, that's a good thing, that's a great thing, because we all know that EVs are somewhat trending, especially with Tesla, uh, you know, testing out uh, the Model S plate edition at the Nürburgring, uh, the Porsche Taycan coming up. All of these things are really uh, promising, especially, you know, considering that India's EV scene has been sort of sluggish. And for that reason alone, I feel that there was this sort of... um, you know, a positive sentiment that hey, Tata Motors is not that same Indica Ke zamane Ki gadi. it's not that plain old uh, you know, antique technology car, they're actually moving up, they're trying to improve so that might have been um, you know, one of the reasons why it just went up today the other two gainers for the day UPL, Bharati Airtel, honestly not a big move, 0. 0.9 0.6% um, you know, pretty much flat. If you ask me, Airtel though there's a good news here, um, and this was this was released after ours. I feel I uh, rather I feel I think. So the news is that Tata uh, the that the try T R A I uh, the regulatory authority has basically um, it's considering a rule which might benefit Vodafone and Idea, uh, Vodafone Idea and Airtel. So, you know that's definitely a positive news for Airtel, and we may see the effects of that and on Vodafone Idea tomorrow. So keep that in mind when you look at tomorrow's charts. The other gainer for the day, UPL. It's a spinning top. Honestly, not really, uh, not 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 much that I could find in the news. But there's that. And coming to the big moves of today, um, the the gainer for the day was. Uh, it it well it was one minute if i can just figure it out here oh yeah we we're, we're still missing the top losers my bad uh, i guess i got too carried away with tata motors being first this time <laughs> and anyway the top the the top loser for the day was uh, quite surprisingly hdfc bank minus 4, 49.67% i mean what's going on and if you are wondering what's going on you do not need to panic at all it was just a stock split in fact it did great after the stock split you can say because um, you know after a stock split ideally the change should be minus 50 but this time it's minus 49.67 so since it's below 50 it basically means that the price increased after the stock split and that's great great news of course so that's why, you know, if you look at HDFC Bank on uh, these some of these terminals, you'll see minus 49, but don't worry, that is not bad at all. What is bad is Yes Bank, and yes, honestly, no words, minus 15.6%, and it's it's it does not look good at all, let's be honest. And the reason for that being that uh, there was a downgrade recently on one of their NCDs, I believe also rana kapoor sold stake worth 337.4 crore massive amounts but this was not uh to buy his own private yacht or private jet it was to pay off rnam reliance nepon the asset management company for some of the ncds or something so that 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 was the reason for that the kapoor family's total shareholding has now reduced so you know you know take that information make what you will of that the other loser for the day z limited minus 7.92 not good at all and this could have been because an arbitrator appointed by the delhi high court restricted subhash chandra from i'm back after my voice almost died restricted subhash chandra from selling his stake so that could have been why uh, z limited fell down coming to the big movers now we've got idea doing doing honestly amazing here and the reason for that could be that you know um, as we discussed earlier that uh unfortunately my throat just gave up after that uh i don't know why i'm used to recording 20 25 minute episodes but i it just did not comply so stop loss hit i guess anyway uh you know i'll try to i'll try to resume from where i left off or where i think i left off idea big big move and that could have been because of the trai thing 12.37 uh, percent up definitely very good and you know when you, when you look at this it does pop out because as i said the trai regulation thing the rule thing which does favor vodafone and idea and you know there might have just been some insider trading happening, or some someone just might have, uh, very conveniently predicted this happening because of some technical chart or something. Who knows? But uh, you know, it's it's honestly very interesting or rather intriguing to see idea on this list. And you know, when you look at uh, when you look at um, yes bank, what happened with yes bank today? When you look at what happened with idea today? you sort of begin to realize that maybe there really were bigger players, you know, in the market today. And maybe that is really why uh, it did move the way it did despite having so many supports. So that's honestly uh, it for this episode. I, I really wanted to uh, really go much more in depth, but my just my throat is just not complying. So I'll have to cut this one short anyway. And yeah, see you in the next one. It's gonna be a weekly special, uh, you know, hope hope to go super in depth and give you all of my analysis. And uh, it, it's I, I just hope to have a better um, episode in the weekly one. Hopefully my throat will comply uh, that time. So yeah, see you.